0: Buckaroo Holiday
1: Buckaroo Holiday Welcome to a specially commissioned Buckaroo Holiday on sport, And I'll tell you all about our special show in just a minute or two. But I'd like to start directly with a message from Eric to Aubrey.
0: This is dedicated to the one I love.
2: to do.
1: a special on cover versions. Yeah, that's right. Now, Eric, who began this whole crazy commission idea, he told me about his enamorata Aubrey and her fascination with cover versions. Uh, Before I get to that, I need to mention that he cautiously had asked me if it was okay for him to dedicate this show to her. And uh, let me tell you all now, it's more than okay. That gets to the heart of what I love about music and the way it connects people, the mystic... Role That radio used to play in that process Talking about the old pop music radio days When they did dedications and such It's that beautiful lost culture That I'm uh, personally saluting By doing Buckaroo Holiday in the first place So yeah, more than okay It's a profound pleasure To dedicate this show to Aubrey On Eric's behalf So, Arby likes covers, and Eric asked for a show full of them for them to enjoy together. It's a great idea, and it's a huge topic. So, so how are we going to define it? I'm going to get into what is and isn't a cover, in my opinion. Obviously, a personal take. People may differ. But yeah, I'll get into that in the course of the show. But for current purposes, I gave myself just a few general guidelines. Because this thing could go in a thousand different directions, given the endless number of cover versions that are out there. What you just heard was one example dedicated to the one I love. Now, that was originally a great R&B mid-tempo number by the Five Royales. Then it was covered by my beloved Shirelles. At the very start of that version opened that cover of a cover by the Mamas and Papas. So the Shirelles took that R&B song, and made a sweet song out of it, and then the talented, albeit depraved, John Phillips did his number on it, elaborating the chord structure. So for me the changes he imposed on it are kind of a mixed bag Like the one, uh, th- there's like a tender chord that he uses Over the part to, It's hard for me, my baby You know, that's great And that bum, 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 bum I think it's pretty cool too uh, There's these dorky blue notes that he gets into a lot Like, I could be satisfied You know, and that silly tack piano bit Yeah, you know, but to each his own and that's the thing with covers, you know, you might, have a, you, you might hate a cover of a song that you love. Randy Edelman did a version of Concrete and Clay, man, that when I was a teenager, angered me. But there's also covers that improve a song, so for me, for Blood, Sweat and Tears' version of You've Made Me So Very Happy is a lot more dynamic and satisfying than Brenda Holloway's original. So, you know, again, to each his own. So quickly uh, back to my imposed guidelines. First off, this presented an opportunity for me to play songs that I like, but I might not put on the show, just because maybe they're over-familiar, or maybe I just wanted an excuse to play the song anyhow, even if I've already played the original. Like right behind me now, you hear that Strangler's masterpiece, Golden Brown, in an instrumental cover by Pas de Toi. I like it. And actually, there'll be a lot of those instrumental covers behind my spiels here, a good way of fitting more music in, and it's a shame to talk over them um, for the most part, but if you like one, keep keep an ear cocked, and if you like one, look them up. I also tried to make it a point to include songs that might have had a particular resonance to Eric and Aubrey's age, the era when they might have first keyed into music, you know, rather than a lot of stuff that might be germane to my childhood or youth, you know. So neither of these rules is set in stone You know, you, you'll hear what kinds of exceptions I mainly avoided novelty covers Golden throat stuff And to people doing facetious covers in punk tempos Or ska tempos, God help us Man, I'd rather be boiled in oil Or just overplayed covers You know, I'm not going to play some smash hit cover Or something like, um, you know I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston or something It ain't going to happen And uh, for the most part, I enjoy all the songs you're going to hear I didn't want to hit examples just for the sake of it. I wanted it to be stuff that I'd put on a regular Buckaroo Holiday show anyway. And uh, I'd like to thank Jim Allen, as always, but this time for suggesting a few great ideas. And I ought to shut up. This is uh, too much yapping. But uh, anyway, should covers be reverent or adventurous? Um, you know, some types of performers tend towards reverent covers, like power pop acts or like that. They tend to be record fans and they. Mostly just want to recreate favorites, and sometimes it works great. So here's a few that I think work out. I'm going to start with Freddie Johnson doing a great song that I almost revere the original record by Edison Lighthouse. Hope you enjoy, Aubrey and Eric and the rest of you.
3: Times like now, hold oh, on. Oh. Guns, they wait to be stopped by, and my side is. They'll send you And it's easy to go They'll zip you up and dress you down And stand you in a row But you know You don't have to You could just say. They'll get theirs and we'll get ours if we can just It's so hard at times like now to hold on, but I'll fall if I don't fight it, and my side is God, and there ain't no one
4: me and we tumble to the ground and then you say i think we're alone now there doesn't seem to be anyone around i think we're
1: Tommy James and the Shondells, I think, we're alone now. And, you know, yeah, kind of reverent. Not awfully different from the original version, but they bring something else to it. And, uh, you know, it's got a little life to it. I dig it. All right. (laughs) And then before that, it was the Ballad of El Gudo, great Alex Chilton song, done by Big Star originally, and done there by Counting Crows. Almost played the Matthew Sweet version of it, but it's a little bit too much like the original to me. Just, it's sort of... Imitates it but doesn't bring much to it. I thought Counting Crows injected a little bit of soul, country, something into it. And then Freddie Johnson, Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes. And in case you're curious, that's the Canadian Brass doing Penny Lane behind me. Now we'll move from the reverent to the adventuresome. Some unexpected takes on familiar songs. Let's start with the Cardigans doing Black Sabbath. Eyes without a Face by Voodoo, and I'd like to thank this band from Costa Rica for recording a version of that song that I can listen to <laughs> without a little bit of cringing. I-, I always liked the Billy Idol version of it, the original, but something about him, he's such a ham bone, and I don't know, I don't know what it was. So, yeah, it's me, it's me, you know, it's me, it's just, it's my thing, you know. Um, again, I respect Billy Idol, it's a great record that he cut. I just That version, man, well, thanks Billy, thanks Voodoo, thanks for Eyes Without a Face, everybody. From Costa Rica to Jamaica, the great Toots and the Maytals, Take Me Home Country Road, the John Denver song, of course. Always dug that version of it. And at the very top, we got a really international set here. At the very top, it's the Cardigans from Sweden. They had that big hit with, what's that song, Love Sexy? No, that's Prince, uh, Love Fool. Really cool record kind of a lounge act, they were characterized at the time, but they had a great affection for Black Sabbath, and uh, they covered Iron Man, and I think maybe some others, but that was Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath. Behind me, which is uh, a shame, because it should be foregrounded. Maybe I'll foreground it on another show, because it deserves it. Van Dyke Parks, our friend Van Dyke Parks. And that's a string arrangement of Warren Zevon's Keep Me In Your Heart. Now we're going to shift to a uh, great master of the blues, which is not something you hear here very much. Well, it's not a blues song, and that's why you're going to hear it. It's not that I hate the blues, but, uh, you know, I'm up to here with it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. That's how it is. Bobby Blue Bland doing Bill Withers'
5: Wonder if she's gonna stay? Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. This house just ain't no home. Anytime she goes away, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. I know, I know, I know. In the darkness every day. No sunshine when she's gone. I wonder where she's gone.
1: Again, or cover, of course, of Love's great song from the perfect album Forever Changes, 1967, and that cover was from 1977. Now, who in 1977 was hip enough to cover Love? Well, it was UFO. Take that, UFO. So take that if you think metal bands are a bunch of uncool dummy heads. You maybe you're the dummy head. And let me let me ask you this dummy head. Did you listen to the show we did on uh, English and Irish folk rock? Well, then you heard Sandy Denny doing Who Knows Where the Time Goes, her original version. And here's a sublime version of it by Judy Collins. I think it's my wife's favorite record. Certainly one of them. And it's just exquisite. I think she improved on Sandy Denny's version. Although some of the changes that Sandy wrote uh, that Fairport did not use were restored in the arrangement that Judy Collins did. And I think it was her who arranged it. Could be wrong, but I think it was. By the way, I've been, um, it just popped into my head. A couple of people have chided me for claiming that the band Air was John Williams's uh, 1970s, 80s progressive act, the classical guitarist. Well, his band was called Sky. There was a jazz band called Air. That was Henry Threadgill. And look, you know, when you sniff as much glue as I do, it's easy to confuse Henry Threadgill and John Williams. But uh, thank you, gentlemen, for correcting me on that. I do want to get my facts straight. Anyway, where were we? Judy Collins. Okay, so I hope you liked that cut. Previous to that was the duo Everything But The Girl doing English Rose, which was a track from the really great album by the jam. All Mod Cons. I think it's my favorite jam album. But it's a beautiful, beautiful song. And uh, they did this uh, evocative lo-fi version of it there. Started out with Bobby Blue Bland, Ain't No Sunshine. The original recording of that is uh, something really spectacular to me. I can see a lot of people would probably think it's overplayed. It might be, but I never get sick of it. It's just truly amazing. Hypnotic record. Incidentally, that din you hear behind me is Gil Evans doing a cover of Jimi Hendrix's Little Wing. And getting back to what I was saying before about metal bands, what about metal bands? What about what about hard rock? Uh, you know, they they get covered, and they do covers. You know, Judas Priest, uh, for example, doing uh, Diamonds and Rust, the Joan Baez song, and then the Green Manalishi with the three-pronged crown, is that the right now title i think that was what status quo no no fleetwood mac it was fleetwood mac what am i thinking see it's it's all this glue i'm huffing testers really gets you there anyway what about metal hard rock covers start out with uh, kind of a twofer two favorites at once voivod doing sid barrett let's go covers of songs by hard rock bands. I originally had uh, Steppin' Stone by the Sex Pistols there. I pulled it. I didn't like the way it sounded. And decided instead on Still In Love With You by Sade. What? Yes, it was a Thin Lizzy song. Thin Lizzy. You know how I feel about Thin Lizzy. Phil Lennon is a deity around here. And he was a hard rocker. I don't care if it was a ballad live with it. You needed that after Saxon. Saxon doing You Got Another Thing Coming, which was one of those great, great Judas Priest singles in the 80s. You know, they just had hit after hit, and those songs, I didn't appreciate them at the time. I came to them later. And, uh, you know, they're great. They're in the tradition of of just great hard rock singles, like Slade, etc. Saxon. Maybe not that different from uh, Judas Priest's version, but... Hey, Voivod with Astronomy Domine. It's one of those songs where uh, they get the lyric wrong. And there's something endearing about it. You know, it's somebody who's obviously listened to the record, didn't really just research it and look it up and get the sheet music and all that. It comes from singing along with the record, maybe incorrectly. But great band Voivod, great song, Astronomy Domine. From the first Pink Floyd album, Piper at the Gates of Dawn And I hope these songs are hitting the spot, you know uh, When Eric asked me to do a show, like a custom show uh, I clearly assume that he is interested in my sensibility I'm not going to just play a show of his favorite records I'd have to ask him for a list and then I'd put them on there what would be the point of that, you know, he could do that himself So, hope you all dig, you know, where I'm coming from, man so the music behind me this time, you, you recognize that, don't you? Yeah, that's The Immortal. Round Midnight by Thelonious Monk. Arranged and performed by Joe Jackson. He received a lot of scorn for that arrangement. People called it Muzak, as if there's something wrong with Muzak. But Joe Jackson, interesting guy. I met him once at the Ritz at a U2 show. <laughs> yeah, I really did. And uh, he, was, he was very nice, actually. Um, I could tell where he was coming from, from his first album, Look Sharp. The title song had this unusual chord structure for the time, a little, little more sophisticated than what was coming out in those days. And I put me in mind of Steely Dan. Hey, remember Steely Danielle, right? Sade, so see how I connect these things? Steely Danielle, Sade, now we're talking Joe Jackson, anyway uh, He's a big Steely Dan fan And guess who else is? Me, that's, that's who? Him.
2: Tell it to the poor man Cause he's got to care for every thrill The best he can Everywhere around me I see jealousy and mayhem Because no man have all their peace of mind To carry them Well I don't really care If it's wrong or if it's right But until my ship comes in I'll live night by night When the Joker tried to tell me I could cut it in this food town The when he tried to hang that sign on me I said take it down Got to tell you twice, they're gonna do it with a shotgun. Yes, I'm cashing in this 10 cent life for another one. Well, I ain't got the heart to lose another fight. So until my ship comes in, I'll live now.
1: I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World is uh, a sacred recording to me. I, I love that record. I, 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 I couldn't love it more. And uh, somehow I'm not sick of it. I don't care that Bill Maher used it as a theme. Even that didn't ruin it. I love this song. I love the record. I think it's perfect. But... Um, Anyway, a cover of it, it seems like a ridiculous idea. And there are some. Um, Gloria Gaynor did one. Not bad, you know. But that one there by a man called Lettuce, it changes it and um, does something else with it. And what it does to it is kind of Steely Danish, I think, suits the set that you just heard. Before that was Ricky Lee Jones with Showbiz Kids by Steely Dan, the original version of that is great because it employs this loop. The rhythm track is just a looped thing and it has this great relentlessness to it and it's also an accurate depiction of the people it describes. Night by night, this is a song dear to my heart. The original version goes through my head often in life. I ain't got the heart to lose another fight so until my ship comes in I'll live night by night. Absolutely. And Joe Jackson did an incredible version of that. He is a big Steely Dan fan. has covered a few of their songs, live and on record, and it's a good version. Behind me, you hear the Meters, great New Orleans band, the Neville Brothers, doing another song I really love, "Stormy," originally by Dennis Yost and Classics Four. I Think I've played that on the show before. If not, I'll play. If if I whether I did or not, I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it because you know, I love "Stormy." one of those records. Now, I'm going to get into another topic concerning covers here. If you do a song from a show, like a TV theme or a Broadway show, film, is that a cover? I mean, it's really a version, because in the old days, before uh, rock and roll and the idea of a song being associated with its writer, singer-songwriter, people would just do songs that were from shows, so you can't say that uh, Someone to Watch Over Me is a cover. It's been done by all these different singers, and it's the Gershwin Showtune. So the next three numbers are in this category, and the first one, Ketty Lester, I think it's a cover, because the song is from a show, 1962's All-American, show by Mel Brooks, of all people, with... Lee Adams and Charles Strauss doing the songs. It's a song you've heard here before because Bobby Darin took it from the show where, where it was a wistful number and turned it into an epic of heartbreak. And then Katty Lester did this um, soulful ballad version of it after that. So she was covering Bobby Darin, in my opinion. And that's what makes it not just a version, but a cover. Katty Lester with Once Upon a Time.
0: Put his hand in mine and said he loved me so. But that was once upon a time, very long ago. Once upon a time. All the stars and waiting for the dawn. But that was once upon a time. Now the tree is gone. How the breeze ruffled through his hair. How we always laughed as though tomorrow wasn't there, we were young and didn't have a care, where did it go, once upon a time Happy we were there, but somehow once upon a time never came again.
6: If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea, I will think of something to do. I'll be on the lookout for you and I'll find you. You can count on me. me. And don't you let them get. can you If they all desert you, and you start to bend.
1: Sammy Davis Jr. If you ever came to the schoolyard gents for the first time or maybe the second, third, fourth, fifth time you might be subjected to Sammy Davis Jr. singing that Anthony Newley medley on the Playboy After Dark TV show. It's a price of admission along with my choices in music (laughs) and, and my erudition or lagaria as some might call it. But here you are. The thing is, you know, you got to These things, you know, you got to you got to talk about these things because, uh, well, it's uh, there's a lot to unpack in these musical genres. There's, and then you got to drill down. What else do they say on TV that I can use here? What a cliche! Well, you know, at the end of the day, I might walk some of this back, but odds are I'll double down. Whatever. Anyway, Sammy Davis Jr. doing the theme from Hawaii Five-O. We'll call that one a cover. Rather than a version Because it's it's the Ventures cut You know, it's just really the Ventures Recording with this stupid lyric Stuck on top of it Sammy did a lot of that kind of stuff He had some unlikely hits In the 70s with uh, You know, the Candyman from Willy Wonka And um, Beretta's theme So he was forever doing these versions Of these themes He did the uh, Mary Tyler Moore theme Anyway, I had a bunch to choose from. I chose that one because it's kind of preposterous and kind of cool. I always liked the uh, Hawaii 5 theme, and I always loved Sammy Davis Jr. Before that, On a Clear Day, You Can See Forever. That's from a show by Burton Lane and Alan J. Lerner from about 1965. So is that a cover? You know, it's, it's a song from a musical like we were talking about before. No, I don't think it actually is a cover, but we'll call it for the purpose of this show because because our friend Jim Allen suggested it to me, and it's, uh, you know, you could call it a cover, right? Because Barbra Streisand had a huge hit with it, so, like, is it a cover of the Barbra Streisand song? I don't know that Mark Eitzel from American Music Club ever saw the show, maybe, or ever saw the movie. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, but I'm sure he heard the Barbra Streisand record. So he might be interpreting a record. I'm going to go by that. I'm going to go by that, and I'm going to include it in the covers show for that reason. Well, I already did, but that's my justification. That's that's my uh, that's my excuse. That's my alibi. That's that's uh, that's the story I'm telling. I'm sticking to it. In any case, it's kind of pretty, and there are a lot of versions of that song. I could have done Scott Walker, um, and you know I would have. You know me, but I didn't. I played Mark Eitzel. The show's moving along here. We're getting um, we're getting down into the you know that that part of the show that uh, not not exactly at the end, but we're getting there. And uh, you know, I'm looking at that tote board. I got to see those numbers moving. People got a call. I'm sorry, telethon flashback. I apologize, but as good a time as any to remind you that this show is commissioned. Somebody paid me to do this show, and you're enjoying it. So um, to consider that. You can commission a show. Maybe someone should commission a telethon recreation. How about that idea? I can even do one that's really long. <laughs> Just try me. Like I've said in previous shows, it's, uh, you know, name your price kind of thing. You can be a skinflint about it and embarrass yourself, or you can be really generous and get all kinds of extra credit and maybe even gifts. You never know with me. I'm, oh boy. But uh, the other thing you can do is join the Patreon. I wish some of you would. New Patreon patrons have tailed off since I left Facebook. And, um, you know, the listenership of this show has suffered because I left Facebook. There's still a healthy number of you folks listening because I see the stats and I do appreciate that. But I wish there was a way to uh, let more people know about it. Without having to go on something like Facebook, which isn't going to happen. And without publicizing it in any way that draws too much attention to the show. How to get attention without drawing too much attention. uh, That that there's a paradox wrapped in a conundrum. You know what I'm saying? Dipped in a riddle. Sprinkled with a dilemma. (laughs) I don't know. Dilemma zest. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, for now, we're still doing it And you can join the Patreon to support what I'm doing And get in on the Buckaroo Holiday Souvenir giveaways And all the other nice stuff And the extra shows Which there will be one for this Because I can see now that I'm not going to fit in Everything that I've set aside for this purpose And that's how I've been doing it anyway With these commissions I uh, feel so, I wouldn't call it guilty But I feel so uh, beholden to these donors These commissioners Commissioners, that <laughs> that I'm uh, try to give you value for money. I try to pack it in there, so there will be a uh, Buckaroo Holiday extra show on the Patreon for members, and it will continue the theme of this show. So generously supplied to you, courtesy of Eric and Aubrey and there have been some other commissions by the way and uh, I'm working on those they're coming up I try to spread it out because I want to do regular shows there are some people who prefer that I think a lot of people prefer that I like them both it's two very different ways of working and satisfying in a couple of different ways but I think that the uh, commission shows pose a particular kind of challenge that's fun and that in turn refreshes me for the other shows so it's it's all pretty cool and I have some interesting commissions coming up so thank you all for being a part of that. Behind me, you hear Bill Frizzell doing a cover of "Live to Tell," which is, I guess, the only Madonna song I actually like. There's some I can tolerate, uh, but that one I actually like. It's a good record. Not a big Madonna fan. I'm not i I'm, I'm not a Madonna fan at all, actually. Like you care. <laughs> Anyway, on with the show. On a previous Buckaroo Holiday, I played a song that featured the Chambers Brothers, and I talked about them a little bit. They were the house band at the Fillmore, in a way, and my brother used to see them all the time, my brother Brian. And uh, he would come home raving about the Chambers Brothers all the time. His favorite acts to see with them, and Janis Joplin, and they were a few outdoors, he was into all that stuff and he had these chambers brothers albums and they did this cover of curtis mayfield and this is one of those cases where i think the cover trumps the original the original's a great great record but there's something about the chambers brothers version that really brings the gospel not that curtis's original with the impressions didn't luckily we have them both to enjoy but right now chambers brothers people get ready is weeping. Yep. Shane McGowan singing that sorrowful plaint, which I used to perform quite a bit back when I was doing shows. Lucy by Nick Cave, originally from his album uh, Tender Prey. Shane McGowan doing it there on an EP that he recorded with Nick Cave, where they did that duet of uh, What a Wonderful World, and then each of them took a crack at the other's tune. So uh, Shane did Lucy, and Nick did Rainy Night in Soho. And Nick Cave himself, with the Bad Seeds, preceded that with Roy Orbison's Running Scared. In Roy's original record, she comes back to him. But Nick ain't having none of that. No, sir. It was the end of love, of misery and woe. Kicking Against the Pricks was the album that came from, which is a whole album of covers that Nick did. A couple of really cool tracks on that one. And before that, it was Let Me Roll It, which was pretty much understood as a love song from Paul McCartney to John Lennon during, you know, I guess, the nadir of their personal and professional relationship back in the 70s. That was from the incredible Band on the Run album, that version of it, done by Tanya Donnelly or Tanya Donnelly. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. She was, of course, with Belly and Throwing Muses. Did that cover of Paul McCartney's tune with the Parkington Sisters from another album of covers. I've always been on the McCartney side of that McCartney versus Lennon thing, you know? (laughs) I would rather hear Let Me Roll It than How Do You Sleep any day of the week. That's me. And the Chambers Brothers with that great version of People Get Ready at the top. That record was part of my sacred stack. And I'm reminded why hearing it after a long long time now. Haven't heard in a while. Now get this. Nora Jones and Jacob Dylan, Bob's kid, singing an association song, written by the Idrisi brothers. So there you got Cheap Trick doing a decent version of When the Lights Are Out by the immense, enormous, gigantic, colossal Slade. (laughs) You know I love Slade, and uh, Slade's version of that is uh, epic, just so magnificent. You should really check it out. I'll stick it on one of these shows because it's, you know, it's great and it's Slade. Cheap Trick did a decent version of it. I enjoy that version. There's, there's a few things to recommend it. But these last three kind of illustrate some of the pitfalls. I think they're all good, but they do illustrate some of the pitfalls of covers. That version has an energy all its own, but it doesn't quite get to the Slade level of uh sheer, nah, you know? And <laughs> and then before that, we had a Chris Isaac tune. Solitary Man covering Neil Diamond. Another record that I really love—the Neil Diamond version of it—and the problem with that is that it's not the original Neil Diamond version. <laughs> Jeff Barry and Ellie Greenwich produced it for Neil, and Ellie Greenwich—you know—she is really one of the you know, masterminds of '60s pop. She was just brilliant, and she did that incredible trombone corral in the original version that renders it un- untouchable. You can't—you can't improve on it. You can't depart from it because you're going to be thinking of the original. You know, it's just, you can't help it. It's it's. But Chris Isaac's uh, A Game Try. Um, Chris Isaac, I should say. There's no S. A Game Try and, and a worthy record in and of itself. If you never heard Neil Diamond, you'd say, Woo, that's the one, you know. But you know, a lot of people did cover it. I think he did a better version than most. And at the top is that version of Never My Love by Jacob Dylan. And Nora Jones Which is really good, I think Except they completely screw up The the uh, second section of it You know, the How can you say love will end When you know that You know, the, the, they changed All the chord changes and everything there And they're free to do that You know, look, I'm not gonna You know, I'm not gonna get in a fist fight With them over it You know, certainly not with Jacob Dylan. Um, Nora Jones, maybe I could handle I, Probably not, you know But, uh, Anyway, I'm not, it's not going to happen, so don't worry. You know, it's, I'm not even proposing it. it. It's not even on my mind. I don't even know why you brought it up. Stop it. But it, it, uh, the original is kind of ecstatic, you know, and that pulls the rug out. But look, there's. I can always hear the original. So if you like that version, and I do, but if you prefer it, there it is. Now, well, the show's about over. I'm going to end with something. I'm not sure what yet. But I'm going to do the other show. I may not do it immediately. Well, I may not post it immediately because I'm still in the process of this. I want to get this up while it's hot and work on the second one. And you can... So that means you could probably get suggestions in if you have requests for a certain cover version on the Buckaroo Holiday Extra Special. If you're not on the Patreon, you know, well, I guess you could do it anyway, but you won't be able to hear the show. So I I don't... I think you'd be nuts, personally. But eh, hey. But I'm serious about this. So people, if there's something that you really think would be a great addition to the show, well, get to me quickly. It'll be coming up soon. And um, I guess you could comment right here on Podbean or send a message. Can you do that? I don't know. If you can't, uh, you can contact me by email. My email is mcvouty at optonline.net. M-C-V-O-U-T-Y at optonline.net. And if they squash this show, by the way, and take it off the air, get in touch with me that way, or on MeWe, because I'll be figuring out some alternate way of presenting the show if the copyright cops kill me. But anyway, for now, for the requests, you can write me an email, or you can get on MeWe, or you can uh, become a Patreon patron. All these methods of submitting your requests for the cover show, but make it quick, because it's, um, it's going to go up in a day or two. So uh, you snooze, you loose. And just because your request doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Just bear that in mind. In any case, I do appreciate suggestions as a general rule. For example, one of my Patreon patrons, Rich, mentioned to me after the English folk show that he thought Susan Cowsill's version of Who Knows Where the Time Goes was worth checking out. And I did. She does a couple of versions of it. They're great. They're really wonderful. I opted on this show for the... Judy Collins version as you heard but um, he turned me out to something I'm really enjoying and I'm pretty fond of Susan Cowsill and for him I'm going to put a uh, Susan Cowsell cover on the special show but I, but I guess not that one because who needs that song three times in a row for God's sake for crying out loud enough already with the who knows where the time goes request you people come on but yeah for Rich I'm going to do that for your information, the music behind us is Jean-Luc Ponty covering Frank Zappa's 20 Small Cigars. Eric, Aubrey, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you enjoy the special. And we mentioned uh, the telethon before. Here's Jerry Lewis covering Al Jolson. And thank you all for listening again to Buckaroo Holiday, where, as always, we've got you covered. <laughs> Oof.
7: Goodbye. Your baby with a Dixie melody When you croon, croon a tune From the heart of Dixie Just hang my crater, mammy mine in line and swing it from Virginia to Tennessee with all the love that's in ya. Weep no more, weep no more my lady sing that song for me so soft and low just as though you on your knees, a million baby kisses I'll deliver. The minute that you sing the Swanee River, rockabye, you're rock-a-bye, baby with a dick. to the minute that you sing the song swap-